Welcome, welcome, you guys. It's so great to see our first studio audience. I know that we've had one before, but those were children. And these are actual real adults who drove themselves here on purpose. And it wasn't because I was feeding them Lunchables in the middle of the day and forced them to come be an audience last week. Not that that's what happened. Um, so thank you for being here. I want to say it's kind of crazy because I don't know about everybody else, but my family has just started to emerge from quarantine. We were definitely in the lockdown. We took this pandemic very seriously <laughs> and, uh, and we just started coming out. And I got to say the thing that is so shocking about coming out of your house after being inside of it for, I don't know, 18 months is what is left that is, you know, like still in your town. You know what I mean? Like what businesses are still around and what's still going on? Like for instance, we have a chandelier company establishment. Okay. Like before the pandemic, I was confused. I was like, how do these people pay for their bills? Like who in the world is running to the chandelier, but why are they still here after the pandemic? Like, can you just not see that there's this table, you know, of, of family of four, I don't know, I'm making up things and they're eating dinner because that's what we're supposed to do. And they're sitting around and the dad goes, kids, the pandemic is over run to the minivan. And one of the kids says, okay, dad, where do you want to go first? Why the chandelier establishment, of course. Great, dad, headed to the minivan. I mean, like, how is that going to happen, okay? Like, who in the world has been dying to get back into the chandelier store to say, if only I could, you know, spruce up my house with a chandelier, but that darn pandemic. <laughs> but lots of things changed. Like, for instance, it's really interesting to see what restaurants are still here, you know, and which ones went away. My favorite is when you have a restaurant that is the exact same restaurant replaced by the same restaurant, but a different name. You know what I mean? Like in my town, we have a place called the chicken place. Okay. They didn't make it during the pandemic. Okay. We now have the chicken spot. <laughs> okay. And I'm sitting here thinking, what could be so great about that chicken? Like how different could that chicken possibly be? You know what I mean? And is the owner of the new place just really proud of himself because he's a lion outside the door and the old owner drives by and he throws eggs at it. You know, he's like angry, bitter. He's like, it was the name, you know? So that's interesting. So many things have changed. Um, I have to say what's been really shocking is the great things that have come out of the pandemic and the not so great things, but let's review a couple of things and you can decide in your brains which ones are great and which ones aren't. Uh, we have streaming of movies in our homes. How much do you love that? Except the popcorn's not as good. I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't get that pop secret to be anywhere near. Although you can send me some pop secret if you want me to. <laughs> I can be an influencer. Um, <laughs> I'm not. But, uh, but we have the, you know, we can watch movies in our home, which is fantastic. We have, let's see what else has changed. We have a new president. That's changed. Oh, restaurants. You can eat outside. New York has tripled their restaurants, you know, because they just took over the streets as if there was so much room there to begin with. Uh, but now you can eat in the streets of New York, which who wasn't dying to do that before? <laughs> Rats on your feet. And it's not true. They don't have any of those. Um, and then uh, what else? Oh, that's right. Bill Cosby changed his residence. Uh-huh. He, uh, he has, has moved in the pandemic. And who saw that one coming? Who saw we were going to start a pandemic with the Tiger King and end with Cliff Huxtable wanting to go back on tour? Did anyone see that coming? I did not, okay? I also didn't see Prince Harry moving here. 
We now have a prince and we lost Chris Harrison. Okay, from The Bachelor. It's been it's been turmoil, you guys. The end of the world is coming because without Chris Harrison, how do we even have Bachelor in Paradise? What does Mexico do? We don't know. Uh, but we um we also I mean like it's it's getting so crazy all the changes that like any moment now we're going to have really wild things happening like Gwen Stefani marrying oh I don't know Blake Shelton. I mean that would be hold on a second. Um, you guys, this just in. <laughs> Gwen Stefani married Blake Shelton. <laughs> so there you have it. End of the world is happening. Um, yeah, I, I've got to say, I wish I would have known exactly how short the United States had planned to participate <laughs> in the pandemic. I didn't know we were going to do it for such a little amount of time because I would have prepared accordingly. I would have, I would have saved money. I would, if I would have known how little we were going to stay in this thing, I would have, you know, just maybe not bought so much from Amazon. And uh, because I forgot, I forgot how expensive it is to buy your friends. I mean, be social. <laughs> I forgot what it is to go out. And actually, I just think about the Canadians. I really am. I'm a little jealous of the Canadians. They are going to be loaded when they get out of quarantine in 2027. So um, let's all pray for them. So you guys stick around. We've got an incredible guest. She's not from Canada. She's from Waco. But you are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. <laughs> Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. And today we're going to be focusing on travel, especially traveling abroad, because my guest today is, uh, well, she's kind of becoming an expert in the field, and I don't even know if she knows that or if she's even aware or if that's what she thought she was signing up for, but we're not going to talk to her yet. We don't want to even meet her yet. We want to talk to JW because he loves nothing more than when we focus the camera on him and I put him on the spot and I ask him questions. It's what he waits for. The, the cruel joke about this is that in order to put the camera on me, I actually have to push the button to, <laughs> to put myself on screen. So you have to participate in your nightmare. <laughs> I, I have to. I have to pretend like it's like I'm. I'm doing this. I, like there's some cute intern running around back there trying to get credit for a class, but no, it's you saying I get to go on camera. It's just me. It's like uh, I have to disassociate from the actions. Like it's just my hands just like pushing the button, and then I'm on. Then I'm on camera, and then I'm off. <laughs> So, and now we're back to normal. This is okay. So um, instead of a bonus this year, we'll get you a therapist and you can talk about <laughs> cognitive dissonance and what this work environment has done for your mental health. I'm doing oh. great so far. <laughs> well, um, back to traveling abroad. That was a good transition. <laughs> I hijacked. I hijacked you. I know. I love it. I love when you do it. It's my favorite because then people get to really see you because whenever we're off camera, you're a different guy when we're not filming. I think I'm the same person. That's adorable. I'm just, just not as vocal. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, um, no, you're the same person, but I feel like you're, um, you, you flow with the stories more. You have like all this great stories. I get to hear about your grandparents and stuff whenever we're off camera and I love it. It becomes like family. That's what people are tuning in for. <laughs> JW's grandparents stories. Well, I get them. I'm really lucky. Uh, but but I, going back to travel abroad, this is really the worst transitioning we've no, ever done on the show, which makes it really <laughs> fantastic radio. Tell me, you lived abroad. I, I did. I studied abroad for a semester, and it was awesome. 
<laughs> where did where did you and that you would probably stop right there and we, you would that, be like that and that was all up. i have to say that actually sums it up i studied abroad for a semester and it was awesome <laughs> uh, what, what else do you want to know <laughs> you sound like my husband that's no, Nathan I, all the time what else do you want I, from I, me <laughs> i spent a semester in austria yeah um, because where'd you go to school i went to franciscan university of steubenville cavaliers barons barons <laughs> <laughs> so, close enough Close there enough. was a long sword involved. <laughs> That's what I was doing here. I don't, I'll stop. Anyone watching YouTube is very confused <laughs> as usual because I'm always doing weird motions. Okay, please continue, Baron. Look, we, I, I studied in Austria for a semester. It was great. What'd you study? Um, in Aust Austria? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just took some classes that were electives because most of them <laughs> were, were like theology, philosophy kind of classes. Okay, but those aren't electives. Those are for me, they were. hard. Electives are easy classes, not theology and philosophy. That's like people get degrees in that. You can't get a degree in an elective. Well, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. <laughs> that was easy I, for okay, you? I took, Is that what I you're took, saying? I took a, a theology course, maybe two. I think I stopped taking one of the theology courses halfway because I, really, I, I was really busy doing other things. Um, <laughs> Enjoying Austria? Up. Right. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, I took like a Spanish class and a philosophy class and something else that's interesting to take spanish in austria like that would be really fascinating to take a foreign language not in the country but that i mean whatever i mean because it was an american school, i needed I'm i needed guessing. i needed the hours the credit hours i understand what you so, really I, so i could needed. stay so i could stay as either a full-time uh -huh. student you so. just wanted to hang out and travel did you Is ever... that not that what everybody wants to do <laughs> i don't know i went to school in lubbock <laughs> <laughs> traveling abroad was called going to the town over okay so that's what i did i went and i would get a, a burrito at allsup's hi lubbock <laughs> that was that was venturing out going to new mexico so uh yeah i'm not jealous at all i'd love to hear all your stories stop talking about it no but okay i need to know how much travel did you do while you were there like do you guys just basically every weekend yeah pretty much every weekend are you serious mm -hmm. what are you like um, rent a car Get on a train? No, I, I was never able to rent a car. I never tried. We, <laughs> we did trains. We did, we did trains, and I took Ryan Air a couple of times to go to Ireland twice. Um, what? And they're cheap tickets, and, you know. So. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Trains get you everywhere in Europe, really. I don't know why we don't have that yet. Yeah, it's, it's also we, we should. Yeah, well, maybe because nobody wants to go west. I mean, west would be long and very boring for after a while. And you're like, didn't we pass that brown mountain <laughs> 25 times? <laughs> that yeah. might be why. We don't have all the cute castles and things. So tell me the craziest. The craziest. You are on radio. It is a Catholic network. So <laughs> Yeah. So this one time we were in Assisi. <laughs> Everybody got together and prayed. <laughs> we prayed twice that day <laughs> um I, I don't know uh, my favorite trips were let's see i, I did ireland twice because i liked it enough not you enough you mean I, the I beer loved it. you mean yeah. the pubs <laughs> i mean I, I enjoyed all of it the inc churches including yes <laughs> um no ireland was great we did i did the easter vigil at knock that was pretty cool oh that um, is cool and then my other favorite trips were i don't know i'd have to France. Think about it. I, we did uh, at the very end of the semester. I went with two friends to, I can't even remember what it's called. It's on the coast of Italy. There are like five towns strung together. The Amalfi Coast? I, have <laughs> I don't know. Like that. I don't know. You can hike between the five towns. And we showed up at the very end of the semester with no money. And uh, as I was reaching over someone's fence trying to take lemons off of their tree, 
Somebody approached us and asked if we needed an, like an apartment because all the hostels were full and we had brought some sleeping bags. We were just going to camp on the beach, which uh, I don't think would have worked out very well, but we we're going to try it. And, and then we ended up getting this whole apartment for the, for the whole weekend that we were there for like very cheap. It was awesome. So what I just heard you tell the children listening, um, which there shouldn't be any, <laughs> is that if you steal lemons, you get a free apartment. It worked out for me. It wasn't. I don't know. Worked how. out for me. It wasn't free. <laughs> oh, okay. We redeemed that story we, just we, then. We did. We did have to pay to rent the apartment. For you me. have to give back the lemons though, and and we don't no, promote just, stealing. I, I just kind of hid them in my backpack. <laughs> Listen, if there's any priests listening, you can mail holy water to P.O. Box. <laughs> We're going to all pray for your soul. No, that's fantastic. But uh, yeah, no, I didn't I didn't go abroad. In fact, what's really funny is that no one told me about that. Um, and I blame my parents. My mother's in the audience today, so I can do that. I can blame her. <laughs> and But my brother did. And he went like three times and lived there. Oh, and I was like, that was super smart. <laughs> and I didn't think of it. I also had a friend that went on a cruise ship. And did semester at sea. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, I've heard and of you, that. And that mm-hmm. it was amazing. And he actually wrote me for from every single port that he stopped at. I met him at Awakening. If anybody did the college Catholic retreat Awakening, this is my this is my one abroad story. And it doesn't count because it's still the United States. It's Hawaii <laughs> and Texas Tech, AM, and UT. These are all Texas schools, public schools. Um universities, uh, went to Oahu for one week for spring break to bring awakening to the poor impoverished souls of Hawaii. (laughs) They needed Jesus y'all. Okay. We needed spring break (laughs) in Waikiki. (laughs) So, you know, we were just doing the Lord's work. We were just being very selfless and, uh, we did a retreat. We were the worst because we were out every night and then we had to go do the retreat, but I met him there. Um, and we're still friends today. But he went on semester at Sea right after. And, and he wrote like, you He wrote you at every port. He did. He wrote me at every port. He wrote me a postcard. So like he got to, when he was in India, he uh, got to feed the starving with Mother Teresa. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, he did really cool stuff. So he, he's, he's letting me thought- know all the, all the things he was he's doing. He's much more thoughtful than most other people that I know. <laughs> well, I was really interested in all the like, I was like, I got to know what you're doing because I, I, I'm going back to Lubbock. I think it really was like, this was part of his mission work. <laughs> like he, it was like he adopted me for the summer. You know what I mean? Uh, that's, it, was, that's, it, was, it was part of his list. We're going to, we'll, we'll feed the hungry in yeah, Calcutta. Right, Olivia, we'll, she's lonely. Yes. So these other people are going to write this, this, yes. this woman in Poor in college Lubbock. kid. Yeah. That's basically what it was. Um, but yeah, so it was fascinating that I never knew actual people did this, but that's fine. We're going to get over it because my next guest or my only guest for today, not guest. I like to think JW is a guest <laughs> and he does too. Um, but my guest today is, uh, Haley Stewart and you're not going to want to miss this interview. So come back. You are tuned into it's not that late with Liv Harrison. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I am going to introduce you to one of my favorite people 
who just happens to live in the great state of Texas. She lives down the road because in Texas, it's so big. If you're less than five hours away, you are our neighbor. <laughs> like we will even say that you're a suburb of where we live. And uh, and and Haley Stewart lives in Waco. So we're going to just go ahead and, and call that. Uh, Joanna Gaines is my neighbor at this point is what <laughs> really what I'm trying to get to. But um, Haley is here. You might know her as um, there's you've got a lot of nicknames, Haley. I don't know even what to say for her. There's carrots. There's. Um, I'm going to stop there. <laughs> she's an author. She's a speaker. She's an MC, which is why I first met her. She probably doesn't even know that. Um, and now, now she's a traveling guru. So everyone, please welcome <laughs> Haley Stewart. Pretend she's walking from behind a curtain. Welcome Haley. Thanks so much for having me. This is fun. Yeah. In we're, studio. Yeah, we're in studio. We're like a, we're like a real, we'll get, we're going to get there. You're going to come back. And every time you come back, I want you to see how it's changed and, and what we're doing. Hopefully we'll have a green room one day. I don't know if I like people out, you yeah, know, with everybody. I don't know. We're, we're <clears throat> people, people. So yeah, we're having fun here. We're having fun. This is fun. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I am really interested to know about this new part of your life because you are already an adventurer. I would like mm-hmm. to say if I were to name what you are in the interwebs, I would, I would call you Haley, the adventurer. <laughs> I really appreciate that because that's not how I think of myself at all. Really? I am like the not risk taker in my family, in, oh, in my, almost have a crazy, in family. my marriage, <laughs> I guess I should say. That's because he makes, um, spirits. He makes whiskey. He yes, makes he whiskey. Is, that's his job. <laughs> we like him. <laughs> so yeah, he makes whiskey and he keeps bees, which I feel like. And he has you know, a beard. He has a beard. Yeah. So there's lots of adventure. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, he's the one who throws children up in the air and I'm like, <gasps> be careful. And he's like, do or don't be careful. <laughs> I'm like, ah. So I feel like, yeah, maybe I'm an adventurer, but also I, in my family, I'm like the- The calm one? The, no, not the calm one, the anxious one. The anxious like, one. There could be something unsafe happening here. Popping Xanax. Yes, <laughs> no, yes that would be me. <laughs> so, okay, so he's the adventurer, but mm-hmm. you say yes to the adventurers. This kind of reminds me of, you know, God says to us, look, here's what I need from you. I just need you to say yes. Okay. And, and that's what I feel like he's teaching you in your marriage. (laughs) Yeah, maybe so. I feel like a lot of times I have the like risk aversion, but I see the adventure and I say, yes, like I'm on board. I don't have to be convinced. I just have to get over my like anxiety. (gasps) Something bad could happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I have anxiety. So uh, we take that very seriously on the show because I talk about it a lot on social media. I know you talk about it, but we're not gonna do that today. We're going to have fun. (laughs) Not that anxiety isn't a blast. (laughs) It is. Everyone in America has it for a reason. It's a good time. Um, (laughs) Right. It just gave us something to do during the pandemic. Um, But uh, besides that, you, you, and we're not going to talk about this. People can go listen to the interview I did with you on my podcast to get the backstory of the farm situation that you moved to and you had a family bucket for your bathroom. It's Shin Fulweiler's favorite thing about you. <laughs> she got to experience it. She used she the bucket? She came to the farm Wait, Did we talk the about bucket? this? I, think I don't know. I talked about maybe, this. Maybe. What does, yes. We need to talk about that again. Yes. 
Jen also gets talked about on the show a lot. <laughs> she's a secret partner in the show. <laughs> she's she just quiet, doesn't know. She doesn't know. She's an executive <laughs> producer that has nothing to do with it. And her name is not at all involved. <laughs> Jen's like, stop it. Um, anyway, but moving on from the farm and you guys can go listen to that little, we'll, we'll tag that somewhere. I want to talk about this new part of your life because you are an, you are an author, but now you're like an author. Like, okay. And y'all know what I mean by that. Like you, I just envision you being in Waco reading from your journal, you know, with a glass of wine and there's candle light everywhere and people have sat there and they, they snap. Can I give you there's like the actual snapping. picture of what yeah. it's like? Okay. That's, so don't ruin this for okay. me. It's more like my kids are downstairs. Well, we live in a one-story house. I made it sound like we live in a two-story oh, yeah. house. Well, that's they, what they're on the floor, on the crown. <laughs> they're downstairs. They're under the couch. The children are in cabinets. They're in cabinets. our home, which is one-story. We put story. them under rugs. But we have yeah. a little attic that is not finished at all. So it's two-story. It's Well, kind of. There's stairs to a space. Yeah. Like basically a crawl space. Yes. And Claire Obinson will say it's two story. She's the resident um, architect for the show. So during <laughs> the pandemic, when I couldn't really leave our house, I would just climb into the attic with like the mice and roaches. And I would sit up there. I could still get internet. And I would like write next to like a kayak paddle and like off season clothes. <laughs> and I'm like up there listening for mice. Like that is actually what it's like. So but, it's very glamorous. But that, yeah. <laughs> good. Well, you ruined nothing for me. <laughs> um, uh, but this is, I think, what inspired you for the, the series that you're writing Mm -hmm. And I want you to touch on that because it's really the cutest thing ever. And I know you probably don't want to say too much about the series. And we're I not can really share about it. Focusing. Share, about it. share mm -hmm. about it. Just, okay. you know, just give a little teaser. So what happened was <laughs> pre-pandemic, I had a dream. It came to me in a dream, <laughs> which is not my usual. Like, don't think that it's I don't like. I usually have angels sweep like, down yes, from Like heaven. the Holy Spirit just really speaks to me in mystical ways all the time. No, I did wake up from this dream and I was like, Daniel, it was like six o'clock in the morning. I was like, Daniel mouse nuns and he was like I don't know what's happening right now I was like mouse nuns and they live underneath the floorboards of GK Chesterton's house and he Ooh. was like I don't know what you're talking about I was like I just had this idea I had a dream about mouse nuns so then during the pandemic I went up to the attic to hide from my children and <laughs> you, wrote you see her get excited she's so like excited. it was the best part of the pandemic <laughs> We're very pro-family on this show, so we're pro-life. So I started writing it out, and it was so fun because it kind of wrote itself. With the mice? The mice. They like these you? little, the mice speak to Are me. you Giselle from Enchanted? What is the name of that? Yeah, yeah. What is it? Enchanted? Enchanted. Enchanted? Okay, um, good. Now I'll have so that yeah. in my head. You just so spin around Central Park in exactly. a fluffy dress. That's mostly what it's like. That's very much like my <laughs> Talking life. Talking to rodents. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah. You just, just lost your book contract yeah. after this episode. <laughs> Don't let them see this interview. <laughs> well, the fun thing is that the Daughters of St. Paul are publishing the <gasps> book. So it's human nuns are publishing okay. the mouse nuns. And the nuns get really excited Stop about it. it. So we just had like a Zoom I where can't. the nuns were trying to decide, should the mice 
nun's ears be inside or outside of their habit. No. And, and it's just like, this is the cutest thing ever. And I love that this is happening. <laughs> so it's been a blast. Who knew? So thank you, pandemic. Who knew that that's why it happened? This is why the pandemic happened. The rest of the world is angry, but the Catholics are excited. <laughs> Books are coming soon. You're going to be like, this was worth it. This is so worth it. This and the chandelier. <laughs> Uh, no. Okay. That is fantastic. You also added uh travel guru to your name. Yeah. Um, because at this point I'm just going to buy you a stick with a flag on it. Like they, you know, at Disney world, when you see like the people from Brazil, it's always, it's always Brazil because they're always on like winter holiday when we're there for the summer. I don't know. I made that up. I don't know if that's why it's always like these Maybe South American countries. We haven't been to Disney as much. As <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Do you follow me on social media? I know that I go every other day. It's fine. It's fine. Other people are going to put their children in college. My children know what to eat at Disney World. <laughs> they will not have educations. Um, but I, I do want to just get you one of those like you know, pilgrimage <laughs> flags. And I just want to always have you walking around Waco or wherever you are with a group of people just following your flag. <laughs> because this is what you do now, I feel like. I feel like now you're leading like 17 pilgrimages. <laughs> like, is, that how you, is it pilgrimages? Like how many, it's like poinsettia. Pil it's pilgrimage like I I don't know. know. It's a long word. <laughs> so well, I haven't been yeah. asked. <laughs> it's pretty wild. So here's what happened. Yeah, tell me the things. So a few months ago, the pandemic was starting to Starting this is to go dream. away. <laughs> no, it wasn't a dream, but it was a mystical thing. There's like the two mystical things that have ever happened to me. Come on. Ever. I'm oh, sharing them like all here. So I'm like, hey, St. Joseph, it's your year. Okay. Maybe you're and not busy. I love you. He's my guy. And I was like, this is a dumb thing, but I've never been to Europe. And I want to go so bad. So like in 2022, could you put in a good word for me in the going to Europe? I'm like, either we can like <laughs> you save a bunch of line? money and then I can go. Or like, I was just like, it's just really important to me. And I know it's silly, but I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. Are you serious yes. right now? Yes. So I threw this out there. And you know Daniel people are going and I, to do this now. And then I'm going to get letters like, mm, dear Liz, <laughs> I tried to do what Haley did and St. Joseph didn't even get me to Detroit. <laughs> so Thanks, Daniel Haley. and I started talking about maybe we could save up and go to the UK. And we like kind of had some ideas. And then I got an email from select international tours. Cause they've been putting together pilgrimages yeah, for ever years and years and years and years. Yes. It's what they do. And they were like, Hey, would you and Christy, who's my fabulous podcast co-host. Oh, what is the name liked, of your podcast? It's fountains of carrots. There we, there's there the we carrots go. part. I was there's trying to say earlier. <laughs> so they're like, do you and Christy want to craft a pilgrimage to England? where you can go to all the literary sites that you talk about in your podcast and these authors that you love. And I was like, obviously, yes. Like, what am I going to say? Like, no, I don't want to go to England. <laughs> I'm busy like, in go see Jane Austen's house. That doesn't appeal to me at all. So I was like, Christy, guess what? And she was like, that's not real. Like, that's not going to happen. I was like, it is going to happen. And she's like, they're never going to let me out of Canada. I'm stuck Oh, that's here true. I told you, 2027. <laughs> so she's like, I'll believe it when we're there. I think she's like halfway believes it at this point. Yeah. But yeah. June, 2022, we're going to England. And then on top of that, St. Joseph was like, would you also like to go to France? And I was like, yes, St. Joseph. <laughs> so man, y'all are really tight. Yeah. This is crazy. So the tour. Changing my devotion. What's saying? Like, would you like to also me? come as a leader on Clarice Winarski's Catholic feminist pilgrimage to France? And I was Catherine like, yes. Whitaker. Catherine Whitaker. Daniel Noonan. Yes. 
All the cool kids Chica, are going. Chica's, Chica. going. Chica's yes. going. So it's really exciting. Now we're going on a, a boat. It's a cruise, a river cruise on the Seine. And what? I know it's ridiculous. It's crazy. And that's happening soon. It's happening soon. It's October 17th is when we're leaving. And I have my fingers crossed that my passport will be back in time. Every week I have a dream about my passport not getting here. So that's been fun. <laughs> just tell St. Joseph. Yes. He's obviously in the line. Yes. <laughs> He's just standing in that queue for you. And so, so yeah, apparently that's happening. And I'm so excited. I'm and excited for I'm you. just going to go in cathedrals and cry. That's like on my to-do list. Are you going to pray there? No. I'm just going to wander around and just be like, it's so beautiful. I wanted to come here my whole life. Thank you, St. Joseph. So that's my plan. So now can I see you with a journal just sitting there and (laughs) reading to the children? I don't don't know. I don't. I I want to be the person who's like, these are thoughts just for myself that I don't need to share with anyone. That's so that's you. that's not what I do. But I need you I'm to like, be that. <laughs> I'm like, everyone, I had a thought no. and I'm sending it on Instagram. <laughs> like, that's me. I don't like keep things to you myself. You have been in social media. Also, your face is perk of fur beret. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I mean that in no the best way No one has ever possible. told me that before. I don't understand why there isn't a beret permanently on your head like at all times and you should be in stripes well i always I don't know feel what's like happening. a hat is a good idea you and then i try it on and it's not a good idea no it's such a bad idea it's because you have your lashes right now oh maybe and so. it would okay i have to say you do lashes a lot no magnetic i, I hardly ever do lashes magnetic and <laughs> i did them yesterday because i was filming something and i was like well i'll do them today you're going really on good. the show and i feel like a fraud I feel I like know. it's just like I know. a lie, a lie. They're <laughs> fake. I'm a fake. What else is fake? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These lips, I didn't really do that color. This is Maybelline. <laughs> I need to tell everybody everything. Yeah, I need to like get over it, but right now it feels very fragile. But your hair color is what Jesus also, birthed no, you. This is no, I'm kidding. Fake. That's why I'm saying like, I love it. The lashes are rock. I know, right? It's like, <laughs> with this pink color hair, is real. I'm totally comfortable with this pink hair, but like the lashes are a bridge too far. <laughs> yeah. I am a liar. <laughs> I love it, but that's okay. We're confessing here. Yeah, here we're we getting are. all the, the couch. It's a safe know? space. Couch. I'm basically Diane Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about third grade. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but okay. Here's what's so great about this whole pilgrimage thing, and here's what I really want us to focus on. We're gonna we're gonna play a game later, just you and me, and I'm excited about that. <clears throat> but I'm not gonna talk about that right now. I'm gonna talk about how great it is that you are taking your two loves, Catholicism. And Jane Austen. <laughs> and they're having a baby in June of 2022. It's so true. It really so is true. true. I mean, is she your favorite author? She's One in of. my top five. Top oh, five for what sure. What are your top five? Maybe Evelyn Waugh. I'm going to act like I know who that is. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Lady O'Connor. Okay, I've heard that. Sigrid Unset, probably. That's, no, that's hard. And those are, okay, the top four. She's in my top four. Jane Austen. Jane Austen, Evelyn Waugh, Sigrid Inset, Flannery O'Connor. And that's it? We're done? That's my top four. Okay, we're done. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I could go in forever. How long is your Mary show? Mary Lennonberg, number five. <laughs> Catherine. All of my friends. Haley just- Stewart. <laughs> she, you're an author. You could be, it's like voting for yourself in school yeah. for like student council. <laughs> or like wearing your own band's t-shirt. I think you should. Yeah. If I had a band, we all know I would be wearing that T-shirt, which is why I don't have one. Um, and I can't sing. It's fine. I'm not bitter. So, uh, but I love this. I really do. Because, and I think that's what you do so well on your social media space, besides sharing your lovely thoughts out of your brain that I want in a journal. 
with a beret, um, is that you really take your loves, you take your faith and then what you love about the planet, you know, which Jesus made Jane Austen, you know what I mean? Like he did. So I feel like that's religious, you know, but you do, you take this, you take these loves and you put them together. So is that how it feels? You know, is now that you're crafting this, like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be Fabulous. I'm going to cry when I go to Jane Austen's house, obviously, obviously. <laughs> Are you going to wear um, an A-line dress? Well, I'm going to have the bonnet, <gasps> no, definitely the bonnet. Yes. And I, okay, I think I would look fantastic in Regency era clothing. Like I those what, Empire Wasted. I love that you say all the, that's what I meant Empire Wasted, yeah. My mother knew what I meant. I want Empire I meant Wasted Empire flowing wasted. gowns. Okay. All, sometimes I'm like, Daniel, can I dress like I'm in Jane Austen? And he's like, whatever you want. Like, it's fine, I guess. Like, Aww. just do what makes you happy, you know? But I'm always like, mm. I think you could. Mm. I think you could pull it off, but I definitely think you should. I think this should be a dress up trip. And now I just lost half of the people for you. <laughs> you had it all filled up and yeah, now people are backing fabulous. out or fabulous. they're going to be coming in droves. They've mm-hmm. waited their whole lives for this moment. Okay. So that's yeah. what we want. We want you an empire weight and then you yes. need a and beret kind of for bonnet. France. Well, yeah, a bonnet, bonnet for, the, for these England. Are two different trips. Yes. I'm getting confused. You have I, so I might many. just wear Jane Austen clothes to France too. I think you, know, you should. It'd be a conversation starter with the French. <laughs> so. so what do you find that's similar mm-hmm. in these two spots of your heart? Um, do they come together? Yeah, and they hold totally hands? come together. So <laughs> I just got to write a book that I turned in just a few weeks ago called Jane Austen's Genius Guide to Life. And there's where we were going. And Look at that set up, huh? I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, so it's basically how Jane Austen can teach us how to be holy. So Who ever thought that was going to be a book? Certainly not Jane. <laughs> Maybe she did. Maybe she did. Maybe she's she looking did. down on us now. She might. Uh, can you give us a little, like a, yes. a an exclusive? I can give you an exclusive nugget. Peek. So basically, we're diving into Jane Austen's novels and seeing what vices characters are overcoming, with what virtues they're learning, and how that makes us the people that God created us to be. So we see them through the acquisition of virtue, become more the people God made them by leaving these vices behind and embracing holiness and moving, you know, so closer to Jesus. So this is why Mr. Darcy gets so hot at the end of the book. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and is so delicious at the end of the film. <laughs> yes, and so they both, Mr. Now Darcy. It was, it was a religious experience I was having. <laughs> Whilst listening to Mr. Darcy say, I love you. I love you ardently. And I just wept. It's so good. It's um, so good. But Elizabeth yes. and Mr. No, Darcy, they're both right. overcoming their pride. You're right. And through that, they're becoming more the people God made them mm. and more able to be in a relationship with each other and with God. And You should write a book yeah. on this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. So speaking of my journal. <laughs> with your beret. Yeah. Um, speaking of... Uh, Pride and Prejudice and one of the greatest films of all time. We have a little bit of difference of opinion. Listen, I know we don't all love Keira Knightley, but she crushed it in that film. I just agree to disagree, Liv. (laughs) We are bringing the fight from Instagram (laughs) onto the couch. (laughs) Gloves are coming off. Well, the thing is, tell me. You haven't seen the BBC miniseries with Colin Firth and Jennifer L. I don't even know her. Okay, she's wonderful and she <laughs> is elizabeth Bennet. and after you watch it you'll be like i'll never see it again Knightley. okay I just got can't. it I can't. i'll listen to the soundtrack but i can't watch her pretend to be best elizabeth soundtrack Bennet. ever so good best so good. fun fact nathan and i listen to it every night going to bed he puts it on every it's night beautiful 
It is fantastic. It's a beautiful film. I yes. just can't, I can't do Kira. I can't do Kira. <laughs> I can't with her. And yeah. Uh, you know, I don't hate you for that because um, there's a guy on the internet that does the best Kira Knightley impression. Have you Luke seen Luke Millington him? Drake? I love him. I can't breathe. I cannot oh, breathe. His Kira Knightley impressions. Like oh. we are watching him. And you're like, you've it's, become Kira Knightley. Yeah, I'm confused. You are Kira. I have questions. Every facial expression, it's amazing. Nails it. it. Okay, I'm going to post. I have to. He is so good at so it. So funny. And when she runs a cafe and he's <laughs> taking orders, I can't, you guys. It's just lovely. It's just fun. I want him to go on your trip. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. That would be I'll a blast. <laughs> <laughs> we are solving so many things here today. You're getting a stick with a so flag, many good ideas. A beret. Why they're paying me the big bucks? <laughs> no one at all because I'm in my garage. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm I'm very excited about all this. I want people to know where can they sign up and where can they follow you and read all sure. the things. You have so many projects. I can't even lot going on right now. I'm not going to be your manager. That sounds hard. <laughs> Just go find her. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you can find me what are on. You not doing. Yeah, <laughs> you can find me on social media. I'm at Haley Carrots on Twitter and Instagram, and I don't really do Facebook anymore because why would we I do mean, that to ourselves? Right, you know. It, um, so yeah. Twitter and Instagram at Haley Carrots, and then you can find the tours if you go to Select International Tours. Just search Haley Stewart, and it'll pop up with the. Oh, two both tours. are with Select. Mm-hmm. Oh, both are with Select. That's so good you to can know. just find information about both of them and on Select. My page. Which one you want. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I'm available. Selectors. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Africa. I really do. I think that would be really fun. I've been. Okay. Been. <laughs> have you really? I have. With a tour? No. <laughs> I went with like a church trip in high school. Oh my god. To Uganda and we were installing solar lighting systems. Can we do that as a trip? Sure. Oh, come I'm on. Go- you got to act yes. excited. Select is going to want us. They're at least like, I don't know. We could go to Botswana because that's where Prince Harry went all the time with Meghan Markle. We could do a could do that In trip. the Steps of Meghan yes! tour. Yeah, I'm sure. We will not be allowed in Africa. Okay, when we come back, we're going to play a game. And it involves food. So uh, nobody move. And if you're not watching, you're going to want to turn on the YouTube. Okay, you guys? So everybody, you are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. <laughs> Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison, or is it? Because we we have blindfolded our guest, (laughs) and that just means that we just lost every other guest that was coming to Houston. They're like, we're not doing that anymore. We're not sure what this is. It is still Catholic. Um, This is still Haley Stewart, if you weren't here. She's just not blindfolded. So those of you who are listening on the radio, this ought to be fun. (laughs) For everybody listening on 1350 uh, Veritas, if you're on our app, uh, or if you're up in the north, or if you are listening on the podcast areas, (laughs) or if you're watching us on YouTube, you're really enjoying this. You might want to go get a glass of wine and some popcorn. (laughs) It's about to get really interesting. Here's the thing. Haley and I have two plates of French food in front of us. And by French, I mean things you can buy at Whole Foods (laughs) because I wasn't sure if Kroger would have them. (laughs) So we went all out on this show. We spent all the budget which um, we have no budget. So we were able to spend it. <laughs> and we have very fancy blindfolds. These are like real silk because I got these in some subscription boxes that got me through the pandemic. 
<laughs> and I don't really know what to do with them. So I thought I'm this, taking mine home. You can have so, it actually. That's yeah. fine. And you are blindfolded on YouTube. So I think you might have to have a parting gift. <laughs> I think that's how it works. So yes. <laughs> and tell everybody that you're safe and okay. <laughs> and the safe word is pineapple. Okay. Um, so we're going to move on. What we're going to do is we're going to, and this is inspired by a bit that I saw on Ellen uh, with Dax and uh, Kristen Bell. So this is high to those guys. Uh, this was a very funny bit. So we, no pressure that this is going to be <laughs> as funny, <laughs> but Catholic. But since you're going to France in October, I wanted you to get some food. You're going to feel on the plate an item and you're going to describe it to me. Wait, I can't see. Hold on. I'm blindfolding myself. Um, and you're going to describe it to me and I've got to guess what it is you're eating. And then I'll do the same. Okay. Doesn't this sound fascinating, everyone in Radio Land? I'm excited. Do I just go? <laughs> like the 1940s up in here. Yeah, pick okay. whatever you want. We're ready. I don't know okay, what's happening. So I can't say what it is. You can't say what I it need is. to describe what it's like. Yeah, you got to eat it. Okay. I'm nervous. <laughs> There's no escargot. I do want to say that. That's because I don't believe in eating snails. Okay. This has a creamy flavor. Okay. And um, it has a... Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> is it? Sa- oh, okay. That's the microphone. Is it savory? Is it savory? Sweet? Definitely sav- savory, savory and creamy. And creamy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's it's okay. round. It's Ooh, a disc. A disc of creamery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> savory cream. <laughs> oh, savory cream. Mm-hmm. Um, you got creme this. fresh. Oh no, that's not a disc. Close. Disc. It's delicious. I'm having more. What would you would you eat it with something? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Maybe um with like strawberries on the side. Ooh, brie. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm vegan except for now. <laughs> yes. Brie is so good. Okay. Brie is so good. We conquered okay. that one. You do, do you great. want do you want to do another one or do you want me to do, do one? You do for one. You, you do okay, one. Okay, I'll do one. Okay, I've got I've got something. You know what's weird? I don't eat till eight o'clock at night. So I don't my body might reject this. <laughs> I really do. I don't Oh, this is delicious. Hmm. Oh, I almost said the name. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I almost was like, do you have one of okay? Um, I'm gonna say. This is a, um, oh, what are those? It's a boomerang shape pastry. Okay. Ooh, ooh, a Layered. croissant. Is it? I'm asking the audience. Yeah, is like a, a crescent, crescent shape? Yes. 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 Ooh, do I have to one too? Do I have one too? Do we have the same things? <laughs> Did I? <laughs> no, I don't think we have the same things. Did oh. I hit someone? I'm really sorry. No, I think you, I, I think, <laughs> I think you hit a camera. Or, <laughs> oh, it's <God>. fine. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready for your next I one. I think maybe we do have the same thing. Oh, do you have uh-huh. also a croissant? Mm-hmm. I think so. Oh, maybe, mm-hmm. but I, you were supposed it's to have gotta be. different things. Are you sure it's not something else? I'm positive. Are you sure it's I not? I used to work in a French pastry shop. You did? Okay, with my Where, first the job. Mic- the microphone keeps running into me. <laughs> it was my first <laughs> first job out, like, summer after high school. You were I worked made- in a French pastry shop, and one what? time I got... A little bit drunk at work because well, it's a they, pastry shop. Because <laughs> the cream is that good. <laughs> no, it's because I was making chocolate boxes in the chocolate oh. room and putting together chocolates. And there were a bunch of chocolates that had little divots in them, so they couldn't sell them. They just didn't turn out right. But they were filled with Cointreau, and I didn't really think about it. And I'm a lightweight, oh, and I had funny. maybe more chocolates than they expected me to eat <laughs> of the ones that they said I could have. And then I realized I was drunk at work, and I just was very quiet for the rest of the day. <laughs> and you were 29 when that story happened. I was not. 
<laughs> what are in these croissants? <laughs> Jeez, this is a great show. It is that late. Blindfolds and drinking stories. Yep. Okay. Got kicked off the Catholic Channel Network at Veritas. Um, are you sure it's not brioche? Mm-hmm. I will. Mm. Ooh. Hold it no. to the audience. Because no, I, I don't know. I've been eating it's it, not- so it's not the right shape anymore. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's... No, I don't think it's... It is not? It is. Okay, all right. Maybe it is. I, I can only... It's not no, a croissant. Oh, then maybe it is brioche. Is it? Yeah. And I, I don't know I anything. Only, I literally only know that long. because I mm. I uh, went it's back so to the good. cart to buy that. I mm-hmm. guess this is kind of cheating. I did fill up the Whole Foods <laughs> cart. I didn't think this through. <laughs> God. But I keep hitting the microphone. Is okay. that my part? In I've this? got another one. I'm going to okay, try this. Try something else. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Pastry outside. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And eggy inside. Quiche. My husband baked those at 7 a.m. this morning. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Compliments to the chef. It's so good. Well, they came in a box. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're organic. (laughs) Can you buy anything at Whole Foods that isn't organic? It's not allowed. Okay, I'm going to try something, okay? Um, mm. Uh, Not a fan of whatever that is. Okay, sweet or savory? Mm, 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 Mm-hmm. Dark chocolatey. <laughs> so it's not really sweet. You okay. know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's wrapped. There's like a pancake wrapped around it. But it's not a pancake. Oh. It's super thin. Pancakey. Is it, it's not like pan au chocolat. Oh, come on, Haley. Like I would. <laughs> we know I'm not going to know that word, even if it was. <laughs> it's like pastry around. It is. Dark but chocolate. it's a, like a pink. You know how mm. they you can do a flat. It's very fat. Flat like a crepe. And, yes. But what kind? Thing. That's it. This is, oh, this is fun. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, I've got something else. What do you have? Okay, I'm ready. I I don't even. Wait, know how are we on time, JW? We're we're getting we're getting okay, close. I'm thinking that audience, maybe the YouTubers might want to. I don't know what's happening. Do I drink it or eat it with a spoon? No, no. It's a it's a it's all foodish. Okay. Okay. What's happening? <laughs> oh, okay. The mic. Seriously. <laughs> Ooh. I think it's. Creamy and chocolatey and fluffy, cool, like cold. Oh. Served cold. Oh, not a souffle. Nathan can't do that at 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it mousse? I think it's chocolate mousse. Or is it that big fancy word you said? Pot pano chocolate. No. This is, <laughs> that's like a pastry. This is, oh. this is chocolate mousse. It's very good. Is it chocolate? For it. Pot de chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What is that? Pot de menthe or something? I, sure. I don't know. No, I think this is chocolate mousse. Okay, chocolate mousse. Right. Awesome. We're going to go have with that. one more. I have one more. I think, I think one more is probably. Are you sure we have time? Yep. Mm, okay. This is really crispy on the outside. My mom makes it with egg whites. Am I allowed mm. to say that? Mm. And uh, you macaron. Bake it? Macaron. Yes. Mm. Okay, we can take off our blindfolds, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. I oh. think any more blindfoldedness are, are YouTubers. My fraudulent might, eyelashes might on. <laughs> Oh, yeah, mine are magnetic. Did your stay? I think so. Didn't think this through. (laughs) We did good. We did well. Hmm. Do you feel like you're ready for France? I want to eat all my snacks. Can I take these with me? Absolutely. And your scarf. Yeah. scarf. (laughs) All right, you guys, don't go anywhere. You are watching or listening to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison.
Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. And it's just like a family day today. I'm hanging out. There's a thunderstorm outside. I've got my 18-year-old big baby. Yes. <laughs> he's not a kid anymore. He's he's a, an adult. And this is Zach. This is a treat because I keep Zach at a distance on a lot of things that I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is not his his scene, is it, Zach? Being- no, it's not. It's uh, I'm glad that people like you exist because this is not my thing, but yeah. I'll try. We're different people, but we're very similar in yeah. some ways but we're very different in other ways. And we're gonna talk about our differences right now. Perfect. <laughs> we have a new segment on the show called CIA, which I knew you would love that because I know you're a fan of the CIA. Love the CIA, favorite. <laughs> I named it for you, I really, awesome. I really did. But it's Catholics in Action. Cool, fun times. Okay, love it. so I want you to talk more into the microphone. I want them to you hear you it, because definitely. you're doing something very action-y. Mm-hmm. You graduated from high school, 18, and you are now the youngest missionary with Vagabond Missions. That is true, yes. And I want you to tell everybody what that is, because I want people to know about this organization and what you'll be doing the next year, how they can pray for you, how maybe they could even donate at some point. So go, Zach, you got got all the time in the world. And by that, I mean two minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, definitely. Uh, So Vagabond Missions was started in 2006 uh, by guy named Bob Lesnevsky, also known as Righteous B, um, Catholic rapper. Um, but he started out doing urban ministry uh, after he graduated from Franciscan. Uh, and he started working with inner city teens kind of on accident because um, he was a youth minister and it happened to be in the inner city. Uh, after that experience, he started uh, Vagabond Missions, which we essentially work with inner city youth, um, bringing them closer to Christ through what we call the incarnational model. So what that means is that we go into the cities, we live in the communities and uh, minister to them in that way, similar to the way that Christ ministered to those that he was around. He came down to them um, and lived amongst them, which is a big problem that we see in a lot of ministries is that they forget to do that. Um, But specifically with the inner city, uh, they're not being ministered to very often. So when we go in, we make sure that we are a part of the community rather than coming in kind of like as like these saviors coming down and like, you're welcome, you know. Um, And so it's really cool. Uh, We get to work with kids through mainly relational ministry, seeing them and meeting them where they're at. Uh, We also do a lot of programming. So traditional like youth nights and stuff like that. Uh, But the main goal of the mission is obviously to bring kids into the faith. I think right now it's like 200 something kids have been brought into the faith, um, which is really incredible. Yeah. We have 10 sites right now. Um, we're working on an 11th in new Orleans and then we're going to Philly and Indianapolis and all over the place. Uh, and we're in five States, which is really, really cool. Um, so yeah, that's, that's very in a nutshell. Yeah. Elevator pitch. What vagabond is. <laughs> And you have dedicated, you've decided to, um, you got into University of Dallas mm-hmm. and you deferred your freshman year yes. to spend a year with Vagabond. You'll be living there with them. You're in a community, the Garfield community. Yeah. I'll be and servicing Garfield, which is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So you'll be leaving us at the end of August and you'll come back yes. next August, but you're going to spend a year doing mission work before going to college or see where God puts you. Amen. Just right? following the path. You hey, know? we're all into it, yeah. man. We're really proud of you. So is there a way that people could donate or what could they do Zach what yeah, are some sure. things ways that people could get involved um so a big way that you can get involved uh if you're not living in the cities that we're in uh you are 
more limited, but uh, you can donate and pray. Um, so on the website, there's a place where you can donate to either a general fund, which is like everyone, or also to like different site locations or different people if you know people in Vagabond. Oh, so you can specifically donate to mission missionaries you can do, and specific cities. I'm and just trying to make sure. cities okay. and specific sites within those cities. Oh, it's, wow. It breaks down very nicely. Yeah, you can donate anywhere and everywhere, which is really cool. <laughs> they thought of all the things. Yeah, but if you're actually living in the cities, right? So we're in Pittsburgh, uh, Mobile, Alabama, uh, Wichita, Kansas, Steubenville, Ohio, and then New Orleans, I think is going to be around in March. Um, if you live in those cities, you can actually volunteer uh, and there's like something on the website, there's like a form or whatever, and you can become a core team member. And essentially what a core team member does is that they help the missionaries actually do the youth programming and helping with these kids. A lot of what we do is just making sure that these kids can get to work and things like that. And also giving them someone to talk to, because that's something that a lot of inner city teens typically lack. So if you're in those cities, I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, I thought that was really cool. I didn't even know about that until I became that a That you could be a part of it, even if you're not. Even if you're not able to give as much, like, if you're not able to give a year, yeah, you are able to give time, that an hour, time. a week or something. Right. And that that's super cool. Um, and y'all are in the Carolinas? Oh, yeah. And Greenville, North Carolina. I completely okay. forgot. That is that is another city. Um, we have like, I think we only have like one site in there. But um, you're a lot. You guys are really focused in Pittsburgh. I mean, y'all have more than one location. We in have Pittsburgh four area. sites in Pittsburgh okay. and three sites in Wichita. Wichita is growing really crazy. Um, and that's a bilingual site because you have so many migrant workers. So, yeah, Kansas. a lot of what happens is like itinerant workers that become citizens typically um, stay kind of in Wichita is what I understand. And uh, we had some missionaries last year who launched a Hispanic ministry. Um, and then because of that, we now have like two predominantly Hispanic sites. Um, and they'd started in COVID and got tons and tons of kids, even despite that, which is really crazy. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was something that was like done pretty much purely by missionary initiative, which is really cool. And uh, they're having a ton of success, which is awesome. And you have kids that have come back and now are missionaries yeah. who were saved in the program. Yeah, a lot of my really good friends, um, like one of the missionaries that I'm going to work with, her name is Zaya. She was at the Steubenville uh, site. And then two of... As a kid. Like yeah, as a, as yeah, a teen. As a teen yeah. yeah. And then two of like some of the people that I would consider like my best friends now, Caden and Jalen, uh, they were both teens at the Garfield site, which is the site that I'll be at. And, That's uh, so cool. They got burned Very into the cool. faith. Like Jay just became Catholic in like April and Zach. is a missionary now, which is crazy. Amazing. Mm -hmm. You guys, please pray for Zach and yes, Vagabond please. Missions and pray for his kids that he will be ministering to. Please look um, at all of our links. We'll have links to Vagabond and ways that you can donate and give and get involved. Again, Zach, thank you so much. I know that this is thank not your you. thing, but hey, man, we're doing the same stuff for the hey, kingdom. Uh, yeah, definitely. Just looks different. Yeah, as long as, as, long as we're <laughs> able to get people prayed for, I'll do anything. All so. right. All right, Zach, thank you so much. You guys, thank stay you. tuned. This is... It's not that late with Liv Harrison. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. And I'm with the gorgeous Haley Stewart, who we have now stuffed our faces and did all the French things. You're ready to go. Um, Haley, I just want to say thank you so much. And I want to remind people again, 
to find you out there, you were really easy to find because you were all over the place. You have a great following. You have a great community. And that's also what's really beautiful about what you do. I want you guys to go out there, find Haley, go to select, come on a tour. Any last words that you want to say to everybody watching and listening besides my water bladder, which let's just for two seconds... Remind everybody, we are in a garage. So if anyone- It's a lovely garage though. It's lovely garage. But it's a real garage, you know? Out of the beautiful forest. Out of the beautiful forest. Yes, will you come back? Let's say that. I will absolutely come back, especially if I get snacks. I will feed you. I will feed you. And and to our audience members, can we say thank you to them? Our first live audience. You guys, this has been a production of It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Thanks for watching. See you next time.